Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ right here in Omaha, Nebraska. Welcome back to Search the Scriptures. Great to be back with all of our listeners again today. Give us the opportunity to open up God's Word again, study a little bit further, learn a little bit more, and grow in our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. We're thankful to have this opportunity to be with you, and uh, we pray that you are growing in your faith and that you are growing stronger in your relationship with God as a result of our studies together. Now, we want to encourage you, to, if you're in the Omaha area, to come and check us out in person. Many of our radio program listeners have done that through the years, and many have stayed with us. Get to know us. Let, let us get to know you and worship God with us, study his word with us, grow spiritually with us at the Sunny Slope Church of Christ. Our church building is located at 3606 North 108th Street right here in Omaha, 3606 North 108th Street. Bible classes begin on Sunday mornings at 9.30, followed by worship at 10.30. Sunday evening, 6 o'clock, we come back together for another period of worship and Bible study. Wednesday evenings, good time, middle of the week to get our spiritual batteries recharged for the rest of the week. We come back together each Wednesday evening at 6.30 for midweek Bible classes. You're welcome to any and all of these services. We hope to see you soon. Also, go to our website, churchofchrist.com, churchofchrist.com, and click on the podcast button, sign up for our podcasting. It's free. It always will be free. We're not after your wallet. We just want to help as many people as we can get to heaven. When you do that, you will automatically receive this radio program five days a week, Monday through Friday. Search the scriptures. But you'll also receive our Sunday morning Bible class, Wednesday night Bible class, all of our sermons, and you will receive a short, about a 13-minute each day Bible study every single day. We call that today's Bible class, seven days a week. So it helps you stay in God's Word and continue to stay strong and grow stronger spiritually. So take advantage of that, churchofchrist.com. Well, we're going to get back into our line of thought and study. We've been talking about heart troubles, and we're not talking about cardiac arrest. We're not talking about heart attacks. We're not talking about strokes. We're not talking about blockages, any of that. We're talking about what we're really, what, what, what we're really focusing on when we say, with all of my heart. We're talking about with all of our being, our mindset, our value system, our spiritual focus, everything we are and everything we have. Remember when Jesus was asked in Matthew chapter 22, what is the great commandment in the law? He said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. And then Mark's account adds, with all your strength. In other words, again, with everything we are, all of our being, well, that's what we're talking about when we're talking about heart troubles. And so in this particular section of our study, we're talking about a very serious heart problem, and that's gossip. Gossip. We remind you that Jesus said that all kinds of issues in life, and what I'm talking about really is sinful practices, they come from the heart. They're a product of the condition that we have conditioned our heart to be in. And so in Matthew chapter 15, verse 18, he said, those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart, and they defile a man. So think about vulgar conversations. Think about all kinds of, of profane 
references in a in a particular statement you make to somebody, or you know, telling you know obscene jokes or whatever it might be. All of that is a product of your heart condition. You've conditioned your heart to talk that way. But he goes on and he says, "There's more." In verse 19, he says, "For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts." See, we've got to be careful what we allow our, our minds to dwell on. And then he goes on, out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man. Now, where do those sinful, wicked, evil practices come from? The heart, how we've conditioned our heart. Well, in this particular section, we're talking about one particular heart problem, and that is gossip. Boy, we've all been probably been victims of gossip at one time or another in our lives, and probably every single one of us has found ourselves participating in gossip at one time or another in our lives. And maybe we've had a, an ongoing problem with gossiping. We have a hard time controlling our tongue. Now, remember, out of the heart proceed all of these evil things. What did he say there, out of the heart, I'm sorry, for what comes, those things which proceed out of the mouth, they come from the heart, and they defile a man. So again, any kind of evil speech, wicked, sinful speech on our part, that comes from the heart. It's a product of our heart condition, how we've conditioned our heart to be. Now, we need to be careful. Gossip Gossip can be a sin. In fact, it can be a grievous, horrible sin, depending on the extent of it, the depth of it, and just how it is engaged in. Now, sometimes we might say, well, maybe some, there might be, we might imagine that some gossip might be, you know, unharmful, might be incidental. I don't, I don't know, maybe. Maybe we can make a case for that, but that would be something on the periphery. Most of the time, gossip is harmful because you're talking, usually you're talking badly about somebody that you have heard that they have done or that something they have said. Now, I don't know how many times gossip gets spread from one person to another to another to another to another before it finally just kind of peters out, so to speak. We talked about Webster's definition of gossip. He said, it's a person who chatters or repeats idle talk and rumors about others. Now, what is a rumor? Well, I heard that such and such is going to happen. I heard that so-and-so did such and such. Well, yeah, but often rumors are not even true, are they? You know, that old statement, I got out of the rumor mill, but the rumor mill often has the gears messed up, and it's, not, <laughs> you know, and it's not really true. But it sounds exciting or it sounds interesting. Well, another definition is as follows. Personal gossip is personal details of other people's lives, whether rumor or fact, especially when malicious, and I would add, salacious. Now, so you have people who just engage in gossip all the time. I mean, it's a natural for them. They don't even, probably don't even realize what they're doing, 
when they're gossiping, but that's exactly what they're doing. And so somebody says, did you hear about so-and-so? No, tell me, because we really want to know so we can start gossiping about that ourselves to other people. And so we can't wait to hear all the details. Boy, our ears perk up. And Now, that's a person who engages in gossip. And gossip is hurtful probably most all of the time towards somebody about whom the gossip is directed or focused upon. So we began to look at some descriptive words in, in the Bible that talk about gossip. The word gossip is not used that often, just that word. Although, as we noted in 1 Timothy chapter 5 and verse 13, it talks about gossip in the plural, gossips. Uh, well, but here's a word that, that is basically gossip. That's what it really means, basically, talebearer. We find that in the scriptures for sure. We looked in Leviticus chapter 19 and verse 16, and here we read, and this was tail-bearing was condemned under the Old Testament law of Moses. The verse says, you shall not go about as a tail-bearer among your people, nor shall you take a, st a stand against the life of your neighbor. I am the Lord. Again, Leviticus 19 and verse 16. Now, what is a tail-bearer? Well, just think about the definition of the word. Break it down. You're bearing a tail about something or somebody. You're carrying, you're spreading that tail. Now, what is a tail? <laughs> we think about, oh, yeah, so-and-so, yeah, they, they tell some tall tales. Well, that means basically they tell stories that are not true. They're just made up. Now, they may sound interesting. They may sound even entertaining, but they're not necessarily true. When we're, when we're talking about a talebearer in this context of Scripture in the Bible, we're talking about someone who is telling a tale about somebody else. And again, what is the real focus of gossip? Basically, generally, it is to talk about something negative about another person, to pass it on. In Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 8, and it's repeated in Proverbs 26 and verse 22, the words of a talebearer are like tasty trifles, and they go down the, into the inmost body. I compared this to walking into a bakery, and you see all of these delicacies out there in the cabinet, and oh, they look so great, they look so delectable, they look so inviting, tempting, and, and you, you just got to have one, and you buy one, and you put it in your mouth, you take that first bite, oh, it is so good, beyond description verse, virtually, and that's like gossip. No, tell me, no. Tell me all the details, and you just take it in, and boy, you get perked up, your interest, your, your eyes are focused, your ears are open, you want to hear, and you also want to tell other people about what you just heard, that line of gossip. To be guilty of gossiping is to be guilty of unnecessarily telling things, particularly about others. Let me say almost always about others. Now, again, you, there are things that you don't need to tell about other people. They just don't need to be told. A talebearer reveals secrets, but he who is of a faithful spirit conceals a matter. Proverbs 11 and verse 13. 
Now, notice this warning given by the wise man, Solomon, a little bit later in Proverbs. He who goes about as a talebearer reveals secrets. Therefore, do not associate one who flatters with his lips. And so a gossiper may be somebody who they're trying to come across in a positive way. Maybe they'll tell you how, how you know, good you are, how handsome you are, how much they respect you, and so on. And then they'll start telling you some kind of tale about somebody else. Well, now, if they're talking about somebody else, if they're gossiping about somebody else, you think they're not going to gossip about you if they get the chance? Something to think about, isn't it? Well, let's look a little further. The potentially disruptive nature of gossip, the potentially disruptive nature of gossip, is vividly, vividly portrayed in the following proverb. Where there is no wood, the fire goes out. And where there is no talebearer, strife ceases. Proverbs chapter 26, verse 20. What an excellent truth. You know, you have to have a spark of some kind or some kind of, of, of fuel source to start a forest fire, don't you? Well, what, what was the old Smokey the Bear? What were those commercials? Only you can prevent forest fires. And so they would, you know, here's this supposedly this bear talking to us and out in the wild, out in the forest. And so if you're out there and you have a campfire going, before you leave, make sure that campfire is completely doused out, completely smothered, completely out. There's no spark left, no burning ember left. And so he was saying, you know, the, the, again, they would say back then it would be common to, to talk about smoking on, in commercials and so on and on television. So make sure you put your cigarette out, completely out. Uh, or if you've lit a match, make sure you put it out before you throw it to the ground. Make sure it's completely out because any little thing like that can start a whole forest on fire. Well, it, what the point is here, in this particular proverb, where there is no wood, the fire goes out. So if there's no source of gossip that is spread, then there is no tail-bearing that is being done. That does not mean you don't know something about somebody. But do you need to tell it? Or maybe you've heard something, but you may not even know that if it's really true or completely true. So why spread that? Now, somebody has said one time, telling something about somebody else, and somebody said, you know, you need to not gossip. And that person said, it's not gossip, it's true. Really? So if you're telling a tale that is true, does that mean it cannot possibly be gossip? What if you hear something about somebody, something that they did in a different lifetime, basically? By a different lifetime, I mean it's been 10, 15, 20 years ago. They lived a different lifestyle at that time. They were caught up maybe in sinful practices on a regular basis, but they repented of all of that. They changed their life. But you meet somebody who says, yeah, I knew, I knew old Joel or I knew old Mary back, you know, and such and such. And let me tell you, boy, they were rascals. Let me tell you some of the things they did. Do we need to know some of the things they did? But even if that person goes ahead and starts spilling his guts, so to speak, and tell you, yeah, they did this, they did that, you know, is that something we need to tell now? 
What good does that do to tell it now? That was a different lifetime for them. They're not those people anymore. They don't live like that anymore. They don't take part in those practices anymore. Why tell what they did way back? Or even if somebody, you know, they, they say something and the person says, well, it's true, so it's not gossip, and he starts talking about it. Is that something you really need to tell other people about? Maybe that person... They had a slip of the tongue. Maybe that person said something. They allowed, allowed some anger to boil up within them. They said something you know, confrontational, but they didn't do anything to follow up on that. Do you need to tell everything you know about somebody else? What good would it do to spread those tales about somebody? What good would it do to gossip about them? If it doesn't need to be told, why go, on, go around and spread the, the, the tales? Why go around and gossip about it? Well, talebearer. Another word that is basically a synonym for gossip is backbiting. Backbiting. Now, what is backbiting? To backbite is translated from two Greek words meaning to speak against. Now, that's basically what gossip is all about. That's basically the character of gossip. You're speaking against somebody else. How much gossip is done that's telling positive things about somebody else? Can't think of any? Gossip is usually negative about somebody else. And so backbiting. Now, let me tell you also, a whole lot of people that, that participate in gossip on a regular basis, telling things about other people, gossiping about them, they're, they know they're talking negative about those people. They're, they're talking negative about those people on purpose. The north wind brings forth rain and a backbiting tongue and angry continents. Proverbs 25 and verse 23. Think about the reaction that often takes place on the part of the person who is being gossiped about when, they, when somebody finally comes to them after who knows how many other people have been told that particular line of gossip, but somebody finally comes to them and says, I've been hearing such and such. Now, that person who comes to them in openness, they may not believe a word of the gossip they've been told, but they, they believe they need to let the person who is the subject of the gossip know what's being said so they can possibly take whatever measures need to be taken to straighten things out. Well, a lot of the backbiting, the gossip, use either word interchangeably is done purposely to hurt somebody in the eyes of other people. Again, does it need to be told? Are you sure it's true? Well, oh, yeah, so-and-so said, well, are you sure he knew it was true or she knew it was true? The psalmist portrays backbiting as a sin that can keep a person from being counted righteous by God. The text reads, Lord, who may abide in your tabernacle? That is, who may live in your tabernacle? Let's make the ultimate ap application. Who may live with you in heaven? 
who may dwell in your holy hill? He who walks uprightly and works righteousness and speaks the truth in his heart. He who does not backbite with his tongue, nor does evil to his neighbor, nor does he take up a reproach against his friend. Huh. Sounds like somebody who is a gossiper is not going to find a home in heaven, doesn't it? Psalm 15, verses 1 through 3. Now, similarly, the Apostle Paul couched backbiting in a list of unsightly sins of the heart and tongue. We read in 2 Corinthians 12 and verse 20, For I fear, lest when I come, I shall not find you such as I wish, and that I shall be found by you such as you do not wish, lest there be, notice this list now, lest there be contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, backbitings, whisperings, conceits, tumults. Again, 2 Corinthians 12 and verse 20. Now, he placed backbiters in a list of sins that will bring eternal condemnation to those who are practicing such. Backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents. That's another list. Romans chapter 1 and verse 30. And then notice this sobering warning. Those who practice such things are deserving of death. Romans 1 and verse 32. Now, he's not talking about physical execution in the gas chamber or by hanging. He's talking ultimately about eternal condemnation in hell. That's the ultimate application. But notice, and going back to 2 Corinthians 12 and verse 20, notice that virtually every one of those other sinful practices listed there go along with gossip, backbiting. They are either contributive to it or they are the results of it contentions. Gossip brings contentions between people. Jealousies, that's a big reason why a lot of people gossip about other people. They're jealous of them. Outbursts of wrath? Yeah, people become angry and even violent when they start finding out that somebody's been gossiping about them and telling tales that are not true. Backbiting, that's what they're doing. Well, Let's stop here. We'll dig a little bit deeper next time. But I hope your eyes are opening to the dangers of gossip. Gossip is a product of a conditioned heart that is ungodly. We need to put it away from us. Let's pray. Father, help us to learn the lesson that we need to not gossip, that we need to put gossip out of our lives, out of our hearts, and that we need to exhibit brotherly love and the love that comes from you. We need to be shining examples of that. And gossip is exactly the opposite of that kind of love. Help us, Father, we pray. And please be patient with us, and please forgive us, gracious Father. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.